This Isn't Brain Surgery with Doc Snipes. This podcast was created to provide you the information and tools Doc Snipes gives her clients so that you too can start living happier. Our website, DocSnipes.com, has even more resources, videos, and handouts, and even interactive sessions with Doc Snipes to help you apply what you learn. Go to DocSnipes.com to learn more. And welcome back to Happiness Isn't Brain Surgery. This is module number five of the Self-Assessment Podcast. In this segment, we're going to talk about pick a symptom, any symptom. Where do you start? We've identified a bunch of different symptoms, their benefits, their drawbacks, your main problems, your motivations. Okay, we have a lot of stuff out there. Now, what do we do with it? We're going to talk about how to identify where to start, identify your expectations for addressing that symptom, and how to develop a plan for change, which includes learning about the symptom, learning about the causes and consequences of that symptom for you, which you've already kind of started to do, exploring ways you've addressed it in the past that have worked, because you're going to keep doing those, identifying new ways to address it to see if we can add a few new tools to your toolbox. We'll review increasing motivation for those strategies and clearly identifying what the resolution of the symptom looks like. So we're putting everything that we've been talking about together in a nice, neat little package. So for example, I talked earlier about the fact that sleep is one of my big vulnerabilities. If I don't get enough quality sleep, I'm a big old cranky pants, and I can be more vulnerable to depression and anxiety and irritability and all kinds of stuff. So what are my motivations? I am happier when I'm not exhausted. I can concentrate more, I'm more creative, I'm more efficient, my memory improves, I enjoy learning new things, which, and all of those things make me happy. So the mental benefits add to the emotional benefits. Physically, I'm not as exhausted and living off caffeine, which does make your fatigue worse, she says as she drinks her coffee. I'll get better quality sleep, and I'll have more energy to do things that are important to me, including exercise, gardening, and spending time with my kids. And again, exercise, gardening, and spending time with my kids make me happier. So not only does getting more sleep just generally help me have more access to energy and serotonin, but um, the things, the fallout, if you will, from improved sleep makes me happier. Socially, I'm nicer and of better service to other people when I'm not tired, partly because I'm patient and a lot more tolerant. And I enjoy being around other people and making plans. When I'm exhausted, when I'm not getting enough sleep, I don't want to be around anybody except for the Sandman. Environmentally, I have energy and the desire to clean, and I'm more creative and enjoy doing my crafts. I love being in a clean house. I love being able to look at the floor and not see streaks or dirt. I'm a freak about floors. Um, but So those things make me happier. When my environment's a mess, I don't want to have other people come over, which add to the social withdrawal. When I'm not around other people, I don't have as much energy because I really get energized and draw energy from other people. So you can see how not getting enough sleep, all those things can add negatively to each other, but getting enough sleep has a lot of positive and additive benefits to helping me just be happier. So for you, pick a symptom, any symptom, and identify your expectations. What do you expect is going to happen when you start working on this symptom? So you know, a lot of people start with sleep because that's kind of one of the easy ones. Um, 
but you may start with changing the way you think so you're not feeling as helpless and hopeless all the time um, you may change you may start addressing feeling anxious all the time and nervous whatever symptom that we talked about in the first couple of modules that you identify what do you think the benefits are to you for working on that and go through and do something similar like i did right here to writing out all the benefits so you have that available for you now the next thing you're going to do is learn about the symptom we kind of put the cart before the horse in this presentation because i had you start looking at the causes and effects of the symptom on you already you've already looked at the benefits the drawbacks and the impacts of these symptoms but you also want to go back and learn in general staying with sleep for example what does good sleep look like why is it important and how can i improve my sleep what is good sleep hygiene there are modules on docsnipes.com there are modules on the all ceus education video channel um, and there are also articles on webmd and other places for how to improve your sleep and you're going to look at some of them and go no that's not going to work for me or i can't do that and that's that's okay what's important is you start learning about what causes that symptom so you can figure out what causes it for you remember i said that feeling of depression and apathy that some people get that can be caused by um, drinking too much alcohol that can be caused by hypothyroid that can be caused by not getting enough sleep that can be caused by um, a serotonin imbalance caused by something completely different so it's important to understand what is causing your sleep disturbance um, then gather baseline data and what does that mean that means whatever it is that you're trying to change if it's uh, sleep you want to track how many hours you sleep how many times you woke up and how rested you feel in the morning for a week so when you start instituting changes you can tell if they're making a difference obviously if you're doing nutrition you can keep a nutrition um, app on your mobile device chart your nutrition see what you're eating but i also encourage you to keep a log if you don't want to do a journal keep a log about every time you eat why are you eating are you eating because you're hungry or are you eating because you're stressed are you eating good things nutritious foods or are you craving carbohydrates and fats and you're just going to indulge in in uh, self-soothing foods if you will this will help you understand a little bit more about why you eat and the effects it may or may not be having um, if you have anxiety or depression you're going to chart that you know at least once a day on a scale of one to four one being i have virtually no depression at all you know i'm doing really good today two i'm a little bit moody three i'm feeling kind of depressed and four i can't get out of bed those are the you know arbitrary anchor points that i i put down when i look at when i look at depression yours may be a little bit different but you want to assess that and then you know if you can check in with yourself two or three times during the day and see if your depression changes that way you can see on a daily basis whether your depression is starting to improve maybe the mornings start getting a little bit better but then you start getting really depressed towards the evenings well the good news is the mornings are getting better focus on the improvements while you're gathering baseline data 
review the causes and effects of a symptom for you and identify what's worked in the past to make it better and start doing that. Start with your strengths. Start with what you already know works. And then we can start tweaking that a little bit to see if we can make it work better. A lot easier to start with something you already do and you already know as opposed to reinventing the wheel. Identify current strategies to address the problem based on what's worked in the past and new knowledge. So you learned about the symptom and ways to address the symptom from WebMD or DocSnipes.com or wherever. You found some things in there that you said, you know what, maybe I want to try this. Maybe I'm trying to improve my sleep and I want to try sleeping with a sleep mask on to see if that helps me get better sleep. So you can try it. If it works, great. If it doesn't, you can say, well, that was irrelevant for me. And start going through those strategies. Increase motivation for those strategies by looking and focusing on improvements and focusing on the things that you're willing to do because you have hope that they're going to make things better. And again, small changes. Don't upset the apple cart all at once because you're not going to sustain that change. I encourage people, if they start to change their nutrition, change one thing at a time. Don't start, just wake up one morning and go, okay, it's Monday, I'm going to be a healthy eater, henceforth and forevermore. For a lot of people, the change is more lasting if they ease into it. So make it so it is exciting, but it is also not punishing or painful in any sort of way. And remember whatever the resolution to your problem looks like. And when you're identifying strategies, always go back and ask yourself, you know, um, is this helping me achieve whatever happiness looks like to me? Remember, we used the analogy before of walking from Virginia to California. In order to get there, it's going to take many, 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 many days and many, 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 many different plans in order to get through it. And you're going to have to adapt to changing weather conditions and, you know, road construction and whatever else. That's the way recovery is. You're going to have to adapt. But you, every time you choose a strategy to improve the present moment, you also want to consider, is that continuing to help me reach my ultimate goal? Many people mistakenly try to address depression, anxiety, or addiction as if it's a broken leg and the same treatment works for each person. You know, generally, with a broken leg, the doctor goes in, sets it, puts a cast on it, bada bing. Now, I know there are different types of fractures and everything, but let's not get too technical on me. With depression, anxiety, and, and um, addiction, there are a lot of different things that can cause these symptoms. So it's important to identify what your symptoms of the bigger problem are and what's causing them for you. I always strongly encourage people to go, go get a physical with a full blood workup to make sure that the levels of their thyroid hormones and everything else are normal. Because a lot of times there are some very easy physical interventions that people can do that can help them start feeling better right now. For example, if they're de deficient in vitamin D, that's linked to depression, especially seasonal depression. So getting your vitamin D levels balanced out can help a lot of people start getting the energy to do the work they need to do to be happier. For now, focus on what has worked in the past for you to address your symptoms or whatever symptom you choose and start there. Start trying to improve the moment, 
make today a little bit better than yesterday. The next modules that we're going to go through next week are going to help you learn about potential causes and fixes for each symptom. Remember I said that, you know, for something as simple as what we call depression or apathy or even fatigue, um, it can be caused by a variety of different things, including thyroid imbalances, um, overtraining, not getting enough sleep, and poor nutrition. So we'll start looking at all the different possibilities so you can kind of listen and think about, yeah, you know, that might be something that recently changed for me that may be making this a little bit worse. And you can look at altering whatever you're doing to try to improve life so you can feel happier. Connect with us by subscribing to the podcast, Happiness Isn't Brain Surgery, on your favorite podcast app. Join our Facebook group at DocSnipes.com slash Facebook or join our community at DocSnipes.com. Thanks for tuning in to Happiness Isn't Brain Surgery with Doc Snipes. Our mission is to make practical tools for living the happiest life affordable and accessible to everyone. We record the podcast during a Facebook Live broadcast each week. Join us free at DocSnipes.com slash Facebook or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast player. And remember, DocSnipes.com has even more resources, members-only videos, handouts, and workbooks to help you apply what you learn. If you like this podcast and want to support the work we are doing, for as little as $3.99 per month, you can become a supporter at DocSnipes.com slash join. Again, thank you for joining us and let us know how we can help you.